Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. So I lost a whole bunch of weight. <laughs> it's his loss, by the way. I hope, James, you're listening to this. You could have gotten bigger boobs. Well, both of our loss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can only blame yourself. <laughs> Hi, my name is June. And I'm Daph. And you're listening to our podcast, List Me Tender, where we delve into bucket list things to do before you turn 30. Daph, what are we talking about today? So I've actually been looking forward to this episode because I feel like I have lots of stories and experience I can share. (laughs) And the topic that we're talking about today is overcome heartbreak. Uh, Such a big topic. You want to read the blurb for us? Strange as it sounds, a broken heart is something everyone should experience at least once in their life. Once you've experienced heartbreak, you'll know it's possible to overcome. Sometimes getting your heart broken is the best way to find out what and who is right for you. Mm. I actually quite like this blurb. It's quite nice and insightful. Not like the previous blurbs we get, (laughs) which are like extremely corny. Or annoying, yes. Or annoying. You're right. This one is quite wise. Let's just dive right into it. (laughs) What are your experiences of heartbreak? (sighs) Okay, so we've been lucky enough, you know, June and I have been friends for a super long time. So my biggest heartbreak, (laughs) June was there to witness everything from the start right till the end. And June, do you want to just tell the story (laughs) that I know you want to tell everyone about? I do want to tell everyone about this. I shouldn't be laughing because it was a very serious point in both of our lives, but especially yours. It's comical because it's funny in retrospect, but at the time it's just ridiculously sad. So there was this cafe, it was in the University of Sydney, and the cafe was really well known for its delicious baked goods. And one of these baked goods was this white chocolate chip muffin, which was, I think, five or six dollars. And I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but back then on like a university's part-time job wage, that was a good solid half hour of work. But it wasn't the money. It was just the fact that this muffin was so delicious that it was like one of those things where you would definitely cherish it throughout the day. But anyway, Daph had just freshly had her heart broken and... Well, also like got dumped. Also got dumped, yes. That is one part of the detail, but I wasn't sure if you wanted to say that just yet. <laughs> it's okay, it's, it's the truth. <laughs> Me and a friend thought, what better way to make her feel better? We'll go to this cafe, we'll have the muffins and we'll just like hear her out and like, you know, let her feel the feelings. The whole hour or so that we were there, she kept fingering the muffin and like crumpling bits with <laughs> between her two fingers and then like putting the crumbs on her plate. And she quietly like demolished the muffin, not with her mouth, but with her fingertips. And I remember just sitting there being like, oh no, oh, the no. muffin, but also, oh 
no, Daph is heartbroken. So I had very conflicted uh, feelings about this encounter. Well, I remember you guys didn't say anything, but I did remember you staring at me pretty intently. But I was so heartbroken. I couldn't you even were. eat. You couldn't eat, which is really saying something. That is pretty much the end story I want to share with you. But just highlighting <laughs> that this was my most, up to this day, the most intense heartbreak I've ever mm. felt. So I'll give you top line details. I'm going to call this guy Tim Tam. So I think I met him when we were 19 during Halloween. Yes, we I were think, super Jared. young. We were super young. There was like a whole group of us girls out and we met up with like a friends and yeah, guy friends oh, from the group. I think we it were was in Darling Harbor. the Mardi Gras. I met this guy, super good looking. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, what a great looking guy. Anyways, long story short. <laughs> he was very good looking. I think he went on to be like a part-time model. So that verifies the fact that he was very, very good looking. Anyways, we started dating somehow and I was head over heels in love with him. I don't know if I was actually in love, but I definitely think it was the very early stage of the relationship. Mm. Really intense, great honeymoon phase. Yeah. And then he also dumped me in that honeymoon phase. I definitely still felt like it was very early on in the relationship mm. when he pretty much just called me up and was, oh, I don't want to see you anymore. It was Wait, he dumped you by a phone? Yeah, he dumped me by a phone. Oh my gosh, that's awful. So the point where I was like, this really is over was when he broke up with me over the phone and I was crying and sobbing and then... I even asked him, can you still be my friend? And he said, no. And I was like, okay, you know what, Daph? This is your absolute lowest point. It was pretty traumatizing because my mom actually came over to Sydney to make sure that I was okay. Wow. What do you think it was about this relationship that was particularly heartbreaking? Was he like your Uh... first love or was it his personality that you really liked like what was it i think it was because i was a hundred percent invested you know i'm gonna go 100 percent in and then for it to pan out the way it has Mm. i'm like what a terrible mistake i should not have ever done that but i have to say it's given Mm. me this perspective on the other side as the person that's getting your heart broken and it made me also relook at relationship and now being on the other side I think after this experience I definitely feel like I if someone's into me but I'm really not into them I'm really straight upfront about it because I don't want to yeah I guess it sucks being on the other side oh that's very thoughtful of you and it's a really healthy takeaway that you're moving forward with from that relationship <laughs> So you mentioned there were things that you tried and did that wasn't something you would have before this. What were some of those things? I think I started going to spin class at the gym. What? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like every time you get dumped or you get your heart broken, go through this period of just eating ice cream and not being able to get out of bed. And then after that... And then you get a haircut. Yeah, after you get a haircut, you like dress better, you want to like lose weight. So one other thing that happened during this time was um i started like running and trying to get more fit when one night i remember um running into one 
uh, of our friends. So her name's Dewi, and at that time we weren't very close. She was like, mm. "How are you doing?" I think she asked. Uh, she probably didn't know what she was in for, <laughs> but she when she asked me that, and I totally unloaded on her. <laughs> and surprisingly, we bonded over it, yeah. and she was really super nice. And she would then like call me and check up on me, and Aww. I think that really helped started our friendship. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, honestly, out of anyone that you could have run into in the park at that moment, Dewi would have been the absolute best person to run into because she's just so thoughtful and so just emotionally in tune yeah and so caring and so giving yeah this experience like it Mm -hmm. was terrible don't get me wrong but I I do feel like so many things also came out of it and I feel like it definitely helped me grow so what was the timeline so you were dating and then how long would you say it took you to get over Tim Tam so I think we were dating I'm gonna say not more than three months and then the intense period of feeling shit was another good three months after that right before I started even feeling somewhat okay I remember so clearly feeling like I would never be okay again Mm. and I probably am not the same person I am I was but I think that's just life I guess you kind of like live and learn it's so interesting to me that you still even now 10 plus years on think back at that time and still feel sad about it. Yeah. I generally feel I'm not really a depressed person, but I definitely remember at that point, there were some days where I just did not want to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Far out. Heartbreak. You know, it's funny because two or three months does not sound like a very long time. But I think especially at that age when really aside from school, you have no other commitment. Mm -hmm. That time is super warped. So even if it was two or three months, it probably felt like a lot longer. Like a lot of things would have happened in that window of time. Totally. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's the whole concept of being patient and trusting Mm -hmm. that it will be okay. It will 100% be okay. You just have to give time time and let it do its thing. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for sharing. I hope you feel a little bit lighter. Oh no, I'm totally. It's been so long and I feel like I'm doing pretty well now. So I'm like smug face. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is going to be a weird topic like this because it definitely requires revisiting old wounds, hey? Oh, 100%. Okay, how about you, June? Have you experienced any heartbreak? Okay, so honestly, when I was thinking about this topic, I was kind of panicking because I don't really have much to bring to the table. I honestly had to Google... What a player. I had to Google articles so that I could add some substance to this podcast episode. But no, on reflection, there's kind of two things that I wanted to talk about. So the first... And the only real romantic heartbreak that I've had Mm -hmm. is when James, my now husband, broke up with me and it was probably a year and a half into our dating life and we broke up for a total of maybe a month and a bit. Like, I'm quite a decisive person, so up until that point, All the people that I dated at one point in the relationship, I had decided, okay, you're not my person. (laughs) And like, that's it. End of relationship. I'm cutting you out. Just like clean slate, goodbye, no connection. Move on. Yes. But with James, it really caught me off guard. So I think we started dating when we were like 22, 23. So fairly young still. But at that time, I 
knew this is my person like I want to you committed be with this person forever yes I think as soon as we started dating I had that feeling especially because we'd been friends and acquaintances for so long and so he broke up with me and I honestly think that whole period of time is such a black hole for me because I know that it was a really painful experience evidenced by the fact that my boobs shrank a size or two like literally they went down in cup size and they've never recovered so I lost a whole bunch of weight it's his loss by the way I hope James you're listening to this you could have gotten bigger boobs well both of our loss yeah Yeah. you can only blame yourself (laughs) the only real things that I remember is that he broke up with me and then I was devastated and I was like you know all the feelings that you described like crying like not being able to understand exactly what Mm -hmm. happened just coming to terms with my emotions and also I had had all this money saved up for our potential future whether that was buying a house together or getting married I remember looking at my dad and saying hey dad I have all of this money in my bank account should I just go buy a Mini Cooper. Like I've always wanted one. I can probably just afford it, like pay it in cash. Thankfully, my dad was the voice of reason. He was like, you know what? Let's not make any decisions too rashly. But yeah, I couldn't really tell you what happened. So when I asked James today, he was saying that at the time in that point in our relationship and still like continuing to this day, but we do fight a lot. We have, we're quite different people and we have very different views. So we came from very different family and fighting dynamics. And so from his perspective, I think he was questioning whether the level of fighting that we were yeah, having was like yeah. a reasonable thing. That was definitely a very sad point in uh, my early 20s. I actually remember we went away I think this is when you guys were broken up. We actually went away for New Year's Eve. Do you remember? We went to like a lake house. Yes. And I think James drove up to see yep. you to like apologize. And you missed the countdown. You weren't there pretty much for the whole night. Yeah. Because I think you and him were like chatting or trying to work it out. Yeah. Um, so you know that. what? Like good on you for coming on this trip with everyone. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you remember? That was a funny trip too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it was mostly couples. I think by that point, yeah. like every single person yeah. was coupled off yeah. and then there was single me. Yeah. So I would say you didn't necessarily overcome heartbreak. You experienced it. Yeah. That would be entirely correct. Yeah. Okay. I never had to overcome it. And I guess that's part of why I totally blacked out on exactly what happened and why we broke up. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Have you experienced any other form of heartbreak then? Yeah, so this was my second experience. So I think this is probably more legitimate than breaking up with James, who is now my husband. It is heartbreak from a friendship breakup. I think this one was really difficult. So we'll call her Liz. This was a longtime friend of mine and actually is friends with Daft too and she was the kind of friend where we knew each other from late high school 
all the way through the important milestones of growing into adulthood. Mm -hmm. And yeah, over the course of our relationship, I won't really go into details of why our friendship broke down and it happened slow and fast at the same time. I think it happened over a course of years towards the end, but the thing Mm -hmm. that really broke our friendship and was kind of the final straw on the back seemed to have happened really quickly. The thing that was really difficult about this friendship breakup is that there's really no set path that you take. Like with relationship breakups, I think friends know how to handle it. So it's like, okay, like let me help you in these very tangible ways. Like we'll go out together, we'll talk it out and go on walks together and then bitch about him or his new girlfriend or whatever it is. I definitely agree that people are more familiar navigating a romantic breakup Mm -hmm. but friendship breakups is a completely actually more intense and harder scenario to navigate yes and it's definitely more nuanced especially with those very close early uh 20s friendships that happened i found this one particularly hard because i think i didn't really have the tools to know how to deal with it Mm -hmm. a and then i also feel like it wasn't acknowledged that it was a breakup so it was more just one of those things that i and others would avoid rather than talk about and process so I would actually say this breakup and me overcoming it and coming to terms with it has taken me several years I would say at least three or four years and it has taken a lot to get to this point I will say I definitely not solely for this purpose but I have gone to therapy and talked about some of these things with a therapist and all of those things help like having Mm -hmm. friends having someone trusted that you can talk to Mm -hmm. and processing the feelings and and the why behind those feelings like what is the nugget of the thought that's leading to those feelings I think that that's kind of like a core part of you wrestling with those emotions thank you for sharing Um, (laughs) I know you've put a lot of effort into I guess, processing this yeah. and navigating the space. So good on you. Thank um, you. I guess might be a good segue for us to jump into any sort of like learnings, tips, things that have helped in both overcoming friendship as well as romantic heartbreak. Did you have any tips to start us off? Being able to talk about it. I definitely feel the period of processing is important and being able to take the time to process the feelings and feeling all the feels, I do think that is very important. Just be patient and be kind to yourself. I think that's the other kind of big thing. Be kind to yourself as well. Mm. You know, and don't be afraid to reach out and talk to people. I really, really feel like that is kind of like a key part in terms of the process of healing. What you said about feeling the feelings and not trying to skip that step really does resonate with me because time by itself won't do the healing. So if Mm -hmm. you don't, do that hard work of figuring out why these feelings are there, then even if 10 years pass, you're still going to feel those wounds Mm -hmm. afresh. If you don't process those feelings, you can't overcome them. So Feel the feels. Yeah, feel it deeply. And whatever shape that takes for you, do those things, whether it's journaling or singing it or talking it out with a friend. When I was doing my research about overcoming heartbreak, I came across this researcher. His name's 
Antonio Pascalione, and he did this amazing TED talk. You should watch it if you're interested. It's called How to Get Over the End of a Relationship. And what he spoke about was the fact that early in the heartbreak phase, all of the emotions are kind of tied together. So it's like anger, sadness, bitterness, resentment. It's all like in this big clump of emotion. It's like a ball, like a wool ball tangled exactly. up all together. And when it's all combined like that, it's very hard to put your finger on it and say, this is it. So that process of writing it out or speaking it out lets you isolate each of those things and helps mm-hmm. you process it more healthily because you'll yeah. know what you're dealing with. And also it doesn't feel too overwhelming when like yes. you have all those emotions jumbled in together as one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so just building on what Jaff said. I also find it helps to find people or stories with similar experiences. So something I love, even before the topic of heartbreak, just on the topic of relationships and life in general, is New York Times Modern Love Essays. They recently made it into a series on Amazon, which was also delightful. But I do highly recommend the essays themselves. They're so rich and nuanced. And I love the fact that a lot of the stories, they're not necessarily, even when they're dealing with heartbreak, it's not necessarily about like, oh, that person did this wrong and this person hurt me that way. At the end of the day, the essays are always the writer wrestling with themselves. It's like, who am I? What is important to me? Why is this important to me? And I find them so incredibly insightful and quite comforting because you realize I'm not alone. There are people that similarly feel these things and sometimes they're feelings that you might be embarrassed or ashamed of or deep desires that you're not readily able to vocalize, but just seeing it written in another person's prose can be quite liberating and mm-hmm. allow you the confidence to say, okay, this is me as well. Like, this is important to me too. So it's called Modern Love Essays and you can just read all the stories. Modern Love, yep, New York Times. There are so many. And I believe they have a podcast too, which I haven't really listened to. I think they have a podcast because I was going to ask... Um, Going back to kind of like what you said about, you know, self-reflection, do you think a part of overcoming heartbreak is also, I guess, when something so big that jars the inside of you that you would then also start questioning, like, what is important to you? Yeah, I find that a lot of things in life really do come down to who am I and what's valuable to me. Mm -hmm. So many of the topics that we cover, I think this one's no different. I guess it's like being in an an uncomfortable moment. It kind of makes you think a bit differently and ask yourself questions or thoughts that you generally wouldn't think about on your day-to-day. Yeah, definitely. You're more susceptible just to cruise and not think too critically about things if Mm -hmm. you are not given reason to reflect. Mm -hmm. One thing that was really helpful when I was researching how to get over someone was this quote, and it's, ask yourself, would it be possible to find such qualities in a future partner? And I love that because it's making you frame heartbreak in a different way. It's not necessarily what happened to that person and why did that person, Mm -hmm. you know, not love me or, or I didn't love them. It's what are the qualities about that person that I admired or valued and how can I learn and identify those things mm-hmm. so that I can apply it to kind of my future love life. Yeah, and I like how it's reframing it as 
forward thinking. This relationship happened and it was terrible and I feel like crap. But then I guess asking yourself questions like that kind of also gives you that vision and that hope and that yeah. whole thing that things will eventually be okay. I like how, I guess, yeah, you're right. It's like reframing some a bad situation, sitting in it, feeling it, but then also being able to look forward. I guess at the end of the day, every experience, whether good or bad, there is learning. Yeah, even though it can be hard to admit at the time. Okay, so we have overcome heartbreak. Do you think this is something that everyone should do before they turn 30? It's a strong yes for me because experiencing this heartbreak gave me my perspective of being someone on the other side. It made me do things that I guess I would not normally usually do. And also it gave me the insight, you know, how low can you go? And this is like my lowest point Mm. and then I'll be okay. I mean, yeah. I don't don't go out looking for it. it. It will definitely feel like it's the end of the world at that time. But if you come out of it, you're going to be way stronger. There's so many songs. Can sing. Stronger yeah. than yesterday. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I don't think we have the license for that song. <laughs> Just kidding. It was beautiful. I do want to emphasize the courage comment that you made, Da. Mm-hmm. Because I was just thinking about this and... Heartbreak involves courage on multiple fronts because it's not only the courage when you're heartbroken and have to deal and face your emotions, but the primary vulnerability that you shared with another human being in showing yourself and being comfortable with them getting close to you enough for them to make an impact. I think I would agree with Daph that this is one of those things that is important for you to go through as an adult maybe not necessarily before you're 30 at some point in your adult life because I think it does symbolize the fact that you have let someone in very close yeah and it might not have worked out but you learn things about yourself through the process okay what are we talking about next week well quite frankly we're not too sure so Next week, we will be having a mystery topic. So we have some ideas up our sleeve, but we haven't finalized them. So please stay tuned. Any parting thoughts? Any tips you might have or any (laughs) learnings? Please feel free to let us know. We hope that you enjoyed this kind of like revealing episode. And I guess my parting thoughts are if this is you right now and you are going through heartbreak of your own, of any kind... Our thoughts are with you, power to you. We know that you're going to get through this and you're going to be stronger on the other end. So if you need to talk to someone yes. or, you know, you want someone to listen, feel free to DMS at yes. any time. I'll be very, very happy to chat to you. Yes, we can be that friend that you we bump into virtually in the park yeah. and buy you <laughs> a white chocolate chip muffin. <laughs> but yeah, so that wraps the end of the episode. Feel free to share with your friends, give us a like on Instagram, or leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes. Bye, everyone. Um, Bye, everybody. Take care. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.